to the to the belt to the battlefield. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. From the minds that brought you Masters of None comes a closer look at the Cape Crusader and the Boy Wonder as they run rampant round the ridiculous rogues gallery of roustabouts. It's time for the dynamic duo to meet the terrific trio on this week's episode of Bat Channel. 66. Welcome back, Bat Channel 66. My name is Mike, along with me, Jay. What up? Art. Yo. And uh, we are two away, two away from finishing this whole freaking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And man, are they not saving the best for last, because... I don't know what this was. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know why this this villain was even here. I know Art. You said you have a lot of nice little fun facts about this, but was this fun? Was this really fun? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's probably especially fun for Art since he's sick. Yeah. Art Art looking like Darth Sidious right now. Uh, <laughs> pretty. Art's gonna shoot lightning through his fingertips through the computers at us. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing though. Like I gotta say, like this. Out of as season three goes, the idea, what they were doing, wasn't that bad. I kind of liked it. Like it was plain and simple. It was like they're like, all right, what if there was like a villain who could turn invisible? Right. Okay. Cool. Do it. They would turn invisible and steal everything, and like you know, release all the bad guys. Like I kind of dug it. It was it was very simple. It kind of made sense for once ever. I mean, aside from being ridiculous that someone could turn invisible. And then it, it gave us the most ridiculous fight scene literally of all time. That was insane. Which it, is great. Yeah. That that whole part, I, I I texted you guys. I was like, after I watched it, I was like, laziest fight scene ever. <laughs> but hilarious. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hilarious. But <laughs> well, that was silly. They're like, yeah, we can just we can just fight people, right? We can just fight people, you know. <laughs> but the, the idea of like... Cassandra, the villain, being like a bane, doing a bane move and releasing everybody, all the you know inmates from Gotham, was pretty sick. Yeah, that was a good move. That was a good move. And this was the uh, you've 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 mentioned this one uh, probably no less than a dozen times. Where this is like cameos by the some of the arch villains, but not really because it's not really them. It's just because you can never you can never see their faces close up and stuff and. So yeah, so going into this, like these are the stand-ins, and I was like, all right, this is gonna be bad, but like they they were showing far away shots from the villains, and I'm like, oh, it's not too bad. And then like when Joker and Egghead really came close to the camera, like actually that's not bad. Egghead, but the the fake Egghead was horrendous. Oh, like some some of them looked really good. Like, oh, is it really them? And then a couple of them were just like, what on earth? The Egghead one, like. It looked like just a dude like slapped through a bald wig on his head. Like, it was horrendous. <laughs> exact same way though. Yeah. yeah, it was a little better job than that. But yeah, Joker looked pretty damn good. So did Catwoman. Mm. Riddler. Kept... The Riddler guy looked pretty good. Yeah. Look, What's like funny him. is that they're probably all their, or maybe they're not their stunt doubles. Maybe they're just their like literal stand-ins. Like they just stand there for lighting and whatnot. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you would think, like, if because if they were the stunt doubles, they would have just used them because they were already paying them to be there. So they would have actually just used them in the fight scene <laughs> instead of doing what they did, which we'll get to. What is that? What's the name of this episode? Trancing Dr. Cassandra. Right. So it opens up with her and her uh, her hench boy, uh, Kabbalah. This is get those wonderful shirts. Lundag, mine. That's our henchman right there. Just one one henchman. One and henchman. I guess the, uh, um, and she basically lays out her plan. She has this. What, what were they? Was it? What? What was the name of the pills they took to turn invisible? Was it the anti antidote pills? Is that what they were called? I thought the anti antidote pills was what they used to turn it bring back. Yeah, she was turn like, back. Like she did like alchemist pills or something. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Some sort of alchemist pills or something that turns them invisible. Pretty simple. So right, I think she just uh, they what do they do right at the beginning there? They, they go, go to, to a the bank. bank. Oh, that's right. And they rob the bank. They turn themselves invisible. They rob the bank. And they just walk through the bank just punching random people and then just pushing some people out of the way. Yeah. And then uh, the, uh, the, the, the big, the classic big canvas sack with a dollar sign on it just oh. lifts up into thin air. Genius. Mike's, Mike's favorite prop of all time. I love that. <laughs> floats out of the bank and uh, nobody sees anything. And then uh, the phone rings at Commissioner Gordon's office. What could that be? Yeah. There's there's 26 eyewitnesses to nothing. <laughs> Who didn't see anything? To nothing. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> to nothing. <laughs> and it's so literally they don't even like Commissioner Gordon and Chief don't even look at each other. I, like Commissioner Gordon's still on the phone and Chief O'Hara is already walking to the bad phone. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Just like <laughs> right. I, that was so blatant too. The, he didn't even hang up. No, Commissioner Gordon didn't even hang up the phone. I don't Chief even think O'Hara. he answered the phone before O'Hara started walking to the bad phone. He's like, oh, oh, Saints then, alive. You hear Commissioner Gordon say, Chief, you and I work so well together, Mike. What? How? What, what? does it mean? You, you, you yeah. pick up the receiver, I dial? What does that mean? Yeah, he's just like, you know, you already know what I'm going to do before, before I even do it. He's like, well, all we ever do is call Batman. We don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> no so, shit. Immediately call Batman. Uh, and then boom, down the bad poles, and uh, we get that. We get our credits. Now wait, hold on, hold on. Before, before he wait, calls, uh, yeah, before he calls Batman, uh, all of a sudden something happens, and he can't. Oh, that's right. He can't do yeah, it. That's right. You're totally right. Yeah. Uh, they sneak in through the back door, and I thought they just got so lazy that they that a, like a door just swung open in the background, and they're just like, oh, fuck it, just go to <laughs> like don't even worry about. It. Right. I know. Yeah, they sneak into the office. They, uh, the uh, chief and commissioner, are going to do some fantastic. Uh, what's that called? Space work, or pretending to get beat up <laughs> by the invisible people. Yes, is that what it's called? Yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, then she calls. She takes the phone and talks to Batman. Right. And then, uh, what, what does she tell him to, to come down there? She, she tells him the plan. I forget. She tells them, uh, wait, just like challenges them and says, like, you're not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be victorious. Normal, like, villain speak. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you got, you got another thing coming there. Batfink calls him <laughs> Batfink. Love that one. Cause he's the, uh, evil scientist practitioner and all around swinger, Dr. Cassandra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that their, their gun had some sort of like, they call it like the kink ray or something. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll get to that. We don't let's not get ahead of ourselves. True. So, yeah, down the bat poles, and then off to Commissioner Gordon's office. Uh, or no. Where do they go yes. after the credits? Yes, they go. No, no, well, yeah, they yeah. do that. They go to Barbara, Barbara yeah. Gordon is right. there, uh, administering first aid to the to the guys. That's right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, administering first aid. Uh, we get we get a little bit of the uh, of what happened with you know Batman around basically get filled in with what's going on. Excuse me. And this is a, a good opportunity for uh, Bat uh, Barbara to figure out. Okay, Batgirl's got to get on on this. Um, yeah, and then and Bruce, Batman asks if they have any books down at the library about the occult and, and alchemy or whatever. By the way, isn't alchemy like making gold out of things that are not gold? I thought alchemy was unnecessary uh, surgery. Like, <laughs> like, what? like I thought alchemy was like surgery that like ancient Egyptians did. Isn't that alchemy? No, I thought alchemy was the art of like creating gold from other substances. Can we get an artifact from this? Base metals into gold or find a universal elixir. Okay. What the fuck am sure. I thinking of? <laughs> You're thinking of outpatient surgery. <laughs> right. What am I thinking of? Um, so, yeah. So then uh, we, of course, go to the, the to the hideout. To uh, the, the same, same set, same set. Got some <laughs> fancier, props. fancier doors. Actually, no, didn't it? It wasn't it some sort of something. It was like a jar and pestle. It wasn't a factory, but like a. Was it, it, a, it wasn't a factory. No, it wasn't a factory. It was like a the something mortar and pestle store or something uh, ridiculous. I missed like it. That. I missed it. I missed that one. It was, it was definitely not a factory because I would have got yeah, really factory. excited. Yeah, well. Missed out opportunity. Missed out opportunity on factories. Um, <laughs> all right, and uh, yeah, and then we get a little bit of the uh, the caper, yeah, a which little bit is, more of her plan to to release the uh, all the villains and right. all of her family's failings. Oh yeah, that was great. She went over her whole family tree and how much they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Had tripped and fell into a perpetual motion machine and got crushed. One created TNT and blew herself up. Another fell into universal solvent and dissolved. Another was crushed by a uh, perpetual motion machine. Genius. hate it when that happens. Yeah, seriously. Oof. Goddamn perpetual motion machines. <laughs> Dangerous. In this, in this house, we obey the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It was. Then uh, we go to the library where uh, Batman's looking up uh, who's who in alchemy so we can find out who this Dr. Cassandra is. Uh, Cassandra Spellcraft, offspring of the infamous Spellcraft clan. He finds all this stuff in a, uh, in a in an, in who's who of alchemy book, which is great. Um, and she told uh, Gordon that she's going to steal the Mope diamond from Spiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, that was a play on uh, the Hope Diamond at Tiffany's. Yeah. Uh, there you go. I'll give you that. Artifact. Yeah, Mope Diamond at what is Spiffany's? <laughs> They're not even fucking trying anymore. <laughs> there is a, there is a couple of really great like thrown in the towel like we got one more show after this moments in this episode i don't know if you noticed them the oh, yeah. fight scene in general when there's just 
bottles being hurled at them from off stage. <laughs> <laughs> just anything they found. Batman throws Robin into the the wake of like throwing bottles. By the way, <laughs> it gets crushed. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so basically, uh, Batman is at the library finding out what's going on at uh, at <laughs> with Doctor Cassandra. Then, as he's filling Robin and and Barbara Gordon in, uh, the bat phone rings. But wait, they're not in the bat cave. Where's the bat phone? Oh, it's okay. It's my mini bat phone. <laughs> it's like that Sarah Live skit with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Chloe, <laughs> and like in the background, you see Jimmy Fallon uh, like uh, breaking character. Dude, that was awesome. And he takes he picks up the receiver with like two little pinkies, like two little fingers. He's like, "Hello, can we go? Yes, be right there." <laughs> that was great. So yeah, so Gordon tells uh, that uh, Cassandra's gonna steal the Mope Diamond from Spiffany, so they go over there. Correct. And uh, here, here's the thing. Like, we talked about the, the villains and all that kind of replaced by the stunt doubles. Here's another thing. So, uh, the G. David Shine, the former assistant <sighs> to Senator Joseph McCarthy, mm. does uh, is the floor waxer at Spiffany's. And he's uh, his name in the show is also G. David Shine. And it really pissed a lot of people off in Hollywood because he helped, obviously, Joseph McCarthy blacklist a lot of people. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. A little controversy there in our second to last episode. He's a hell of an actor too, that guy. Is that the guy who's the who is the 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 fucking guy behind the counter at Spiffany's? Yeah. That's he's who this is. He's stiffer than any diamond. Yeah. That guy was the worst actor I've ever <laughs> fucking seen. Well, he thought he could do better because he blacklisted a whole bunch of people. He I mean, terrible. If you'll notice the one thing where uh, Cassandra, I keep wanting to say Minerva because that's next week, but Cassandra uh, pulls the gun out on him, that little fucking kink, kinky boot gun or whatever the hell it is called. Um, of and, no rank. Yeah. And uh, w- before she pulls it out, he reacts to a gun being drawn. <laughs> before she even shows it, he like, he like goes like, huh? Like one of those, like, oh, 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 a gun, oh. <laughs> it's terrible. He's really bad. So, uh, yeah, so then there's that scene in the uh, the, the, the Spiffany's store, which was, ugh. and um, right when, right about when they're about to steal it, Batman and Robin jump in, because obviously they figured out where they're, where they're going to uh, go. They get there, and Batgirl gets there, too. They're all chilling. They're all hanging. And then uh, she pulls out her gun. And what what it was called again? Do you have the gadgets? You want to do the gadgets? Inspecting gadgets. Sure, we can do all of them if you want. That was the Alvino ray gun. Alvino ray gun. I got a fun yep. fact on that. Do it. What is Alvino a reference to? After Alvino Ray, the big band musician, Stan uh, and Stanley Ralph Ross wanted to name it uh, for the then current governor uh, and now and then future president Ronald Reagan and called the Ronald Reagan. <laughs> but then uh, uh, Ross made Reagan into a weapon in Monster Squad. Wait, what? Wait, what now? What's that last part? What was it about Monster Squad? 
late he late he later in Monster Squad movie Monster Squad made Reagan into a weapon. What? Who? Called it the Ronald Ray gun in I think Monster Squad. That's really? Not in Monster Squad. All right. We need a fact check on that artifact, please. We need, yeah. an, art- we need an artifact check. <laughs> <laughs> I know Monster Squad. I know. So I know yeah, fairly yeah. well. Do you? Are you talking about? Wait, no. Somebody's name was Reagan in the movie. No, no. What are you talking about? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the Monster Squad connection. <laughs> you, that you gotta you gotta All clarify right. that with me. I need to That's know. I need fun. to know this. I feel. Okay. I, I I feel very passionate about this. I try no, to pull fake news on it. No, it's not the the movie that movie. It's, oh. a, it's an old school movie back in the seventies. Uh, uh, there it lost the rub. Right. And Wolfman's got nards. That's what I was going to say. The person that use it that uses it is Ultra uh, is called Ultra Witch, who is played by Julie Newmar. Ooh. I thought you. I thought it was going to be a scary German guy. No. no, or a virgin, or a virgin, virgin, virgin. Is she a virgin? <laughs> All right. Did, was it uh, one of you? Was it one of you guys that said, "Why don't they just <laughs> if they were looking for a virgin so much, why don't they just use one of the boys?" Yeah, all of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so sexist. Yeah, that was me. It was great. Um, okay. <laughs> this is probably is that the second Monster Squad reference we've made in this show in this Bat, Bat Channel show? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Funny. Should All we right. Do the gadgets. Yeah, yeah, do the gadgets. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. So we had the uh, the alchemy pills, the anti antidote pills, which doesn't make any sense. None. Uh, the uh, Al what was it Alvira? I can't remember. Alvino Raygun. Alvino Raygun. That's right. We had the three dimensional Bat Restorer, which was great, and of course the Bat Restorer switch. Uh, we have the the special escaped arch criminal bat locator, the world's most convenient fimecrating tool. That must come in handy. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what sure. that's what Batgirl said to yeah, him. Like, I forgot what Robin said, but it was, I forgot what he said, but it was like a classic line. I was like, "Nice job, Robin." Uh, the bat sleep spray, bat flashlight, the anti Alvino bat ray disintegrator, uh, and the mini bat phone. Okay, cool. okay. Are we going to talk about how creepy uh, Robin was when back over? Yes, you have to play that clip. I'm sorry. Which? Oh, when? Oh, when right, Batgirl wait, fell asleep. That, oh, yeah, that's, that's later. When when they put when they put her to sleep when they go in the Batcave. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, oh, I'm gonna so, play that whole scene. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's let's get there. So, uh, they decide to go. They go to the they go to the mortar and pestle factory. Yeah. Right. Uh, all three of them. Well, how does Batgirl get there? I don't remember. She no, she she was like, mind if I join you? Because she was obviously at the library when she found right. Barbara Gordon was there. So she was like, figured right. it out. Right, right. Um, then, so three they, of them get yeah. there, and then uh, they she shoots them all with the kink ray, and they all have like these weird like orgasms. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, um, there was a lot of undulating going on. Yeah, there was. Uh, and then it, but it, but instead the the ray is turning them flat. Uh, it literally turns them into like cardboard flat cutouts. They, I, they were like, yeah, flat Stanleys. <laughs> they were like, um, it wasn't cardboard. I, was, I got a closer look at them. It was like it was like plywood. It yep. was like pieces of plywood with their pictures on them. Dude, those things were great. I would love. To, would you love to have one of those in your house? It'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. 
Those are cool as hell. They were like thick, like pieces of wood, and they were double sided. Like you, if when they you know flipped them on the back, you saw like the backside of them. That's pretty crazy. Art's got one of a stormtrooper right next to him. Oh yeah. So yeah, so then uh, <clears throat> they're flattened. It's over, and then we cut to uh, Commissioner Gordon's place. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon's office. And they're like, they should be here by now. Why aren't they here? And then uh, if, I know, if I know that, they'll be coming through that door any minute. And then they just slide under the door. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing that like shows out of the three years of you know O'Hara's work is he's like, hey, why don't we call the guy that usually uh, picks up the phone sometimes? Right. That was the best yeah. best piece of policing he's done in three seasons. There it is. Yeah. The yeah, the only the only person with a British accent in all of Gotham. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Can't figure out who it is. <clears throat> um, it, it's smart, but it's also again just to show that they don't want to do any work whatsoever. Right. Like, I don't want to do anything. Oh, let's call somebody else. Well, I love too that he's like, oh, you know what? Let me. Uh, these this has got to be a joke, right? And then he picks up one of the boards and he's like, I feel a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're like, no, these are the real guys. I feel a pulse. <laughs> Okay. So they call. They call. Uh, <clears throat> this was great. So they, they call the bad phone. Alfred picks up and he's like, "Yeah, just uh, send him in through the mail. I'll pick him up at the post office." <laughs> and he gets a little choked up. Did you notice that? Yeah. The end of the phone call, he gets a little choked up. He's like, oh, "I'll see what I can do." <laughs> so he, he brings him back, and this is the thing. So like when O'Hara said like he's got the pulse, I was like, "All right, can they see what's going on?" Because. Right. All of a sudden, Alfred is there, and he's like, "Oh, I better, you know, leave before she wakes up." I'm like, "Wait a minute! If they can, like, if they have a pulse, are they seeing anything that's going on?" But apparently not, because they were like, "How do we get here?" Mm-hmm. Right. So Alfred gets him, puts him in some kind of chamber that is a what's it, what's the it, it was born of the gadgets, right? Yeah, it's the three dimensional bat restorer. There you go. <laughs> so apparently, this happens often enough. <laughs> to invest. I don't need to have a machine that'll, you know take one person from flat to three-dimensional but three at the same time right you know like when they were ordering that we like well we should get the two right in case me and robin no we should probably plan ahead and just get the three person size yeah because yeah. you never know genius all right so uh yeah so they they be, they come back and back i was like wow this place is impressive it's the back cave and robin's like yeah you want me to show you around sometime mm-hmm. um and then they're like, all right, well, we better go get uh, Dr. Cassandra. So w- they hop into the Batmobile, and Batman's like, well, you realize that I'm going to have to put you to sleep so you don't know where the Batcave is. And she's like, all right. So then this glorious, glorious scene happens. Oh, but you know what? We forgot one thing. Uh, before all of this, before they, the three-dimensional Bat Restorer is utilized, um, we cut quick to Gotham State Penitentiary where uh, Dr. Cassandra releases all of the arch criminals in the arch criminal wing of uh of uh gotham state penitentiary um, yeah but also too like she the, she and um kabala uh go into the the penitentiary unannounced but like the sirens and alarms are blaring and they're like what's going on and of course we see warden Crichton, who's played by david lewis this is his final appearance but like what's going on? No one sees anything, but the alarms are going off. And then she reappears, and she goes, "I might have, I, I might know why." And right. So then, she, then she releases uh, the villains. Then <clears throat> releases the hounds. They all, they all bug free. And like you said, oh, sorry. This is it. The uh, 
this isn't the actual guys. These are like their stand-ins, so you don't really see close-ups of them. But yeah, like you said, kind of look good. Kind of look pretty good from afar. Mm-hmm. Nice job. Old recordings of Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, Joker, uh, to insert in post-production for this scene. Um, all right, cool. Also, so, I don't know if I mentioned this yeah. yet, but um, the actor and actress uh, that played Cassandra and uh, Kabbalah, Ida Lupino and Howard Duff, were actually married in life, in real life. Really? All right. I just got one more. You got one more? Yep. All right. Well, here's save, the. I'll save it to the end. Great. Here's the scene. Uh, here's the aforementioned creepy Robin slash Batgirl scene. Here you go. I'm afraid I'll have to put you to sleep until we reach the city, Batgirl. To sleep? So you won't learn the location of the Batcave. All right, Batman. Guard your face, Robin. He does the Ace Ventura where he does the spray and it hits nobody. Yeah. You know something, Batman? What's that, Robin? She looks very pretty when she's asleep. I thought you might have actually noticed that. That single statement indicates to me the first oncoming thrust of manhood, old chum. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) H, me too. There's a lot to unpackage there. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Number one, you know, she's very pretty when she's asleep, meaning she's not pretty when she's awake. <laughs> and he's done this before. Right. Right. Number one. Number two. Thrusts? Yeah. Thrust of manhood. Thrusts of manhood? <laughs> That's I guess we do chills. Not the word. Not the word there, writers. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is her You're she just into manhood, Robin. She Yeah. You are ejaculating your way into manhood there. Oh son. <laughs> Come on. You oh. oh man. Well. So there you go. Yeah. And then Robin's face, Robin's face. What'd you say? The stiff truth is, Robin, you're becoming a man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Robin, your penis is erect. I mean, let's just just call it what it is. Thought you would have noticed that old chum. Um, And uh, Robin's face after he says that line is uh, genius, too, where he just kind of like, he puts his lips together and he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the thrust. Yeah, you're right. Thrusting. That's it. All right. So then they're on their way. They're on their way to uh, Cassandra's hideout because uh, she has gathered all of the arch enemies there uh, to go to divvy up Gotham City because uh, at this point, she still thinks Batman, Robin and Batgirl are out of the picture. <clears throat> this was great. So she divvies up the city. Uh, Catwoman gets all the fish markets. This is this is how we this is our running gag of how many things similar are in Gotham City. Okay, so get, Catwoman gets all the fish markets. Egghead gets the poultry farms. Penguin ponds and parks. King Tut museums. King Tut gets all the museums. Yeah, King, he wins out. King Tut gets the fucking lion's share. Yep. Because Riddler and Joker get 
split all of the amusement parks. They don't even get their own thing. That's <laughs> 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 fucking terrible. So King Tuck basically gets the fucking best part of this whole thing because he gets oh, yeah. all of the museums. And nobody got the banks or the jewelry stores. No, nothing. No. Why would you go for those? Nope. And then, of course, but then, of course, Cassandra gets 50% of anything that they take, anything that they steal, anything they collect, whatever. Yeah. And she doesn't tell you. All the fish bones. Being like, I'm only giving you one pill. Right. And if you want to work for me, you got to have, you got to keep on, you have to agree to this uh, arrangement. Right. Exactly. It's uh, much like the the plot to, Ant-Man, where they give the uh, wasp suit, not the wasp suit, the uh, yellow jacket suit, but what's his name keeps the the fluid. There you go, keep coming back for the fluid. Yeah, there you go. That's my little analogy. Um, so then Batman and Robin come in to the. They of course they find the lair. They know where to go because they use the back computer. The back of your computer told them where to go. They figure it out. Um, they go in, and here we go. Uh-oh, Batman and Robin here. Everybody take your invisible pills. Everybody takes their invisible pills, and now what? The fight music starts playing, but who are they going to fight? They can't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, does mayhem ensue. Wow. So they just start flailing wildly into the air <laughs> to try to hit somebody, and they hit no one, and they're just getting punched. You hear punching sound effects, and they're getting hit. No, no uh, powies or zowies or anything. You don't see any of those because they're not hitting anybody. And this is every every person on the crew's chance to throw shit yeah, at the stars. That's to it. To get all their three seasons of frustrations out. Throwing There's bottles like off stage. Cinder blocks and yeah, bottles and glasses and vases. Like literally, they're like anything that can break. Let's you, go. We only got two episodes. You left. got. You got 18 key grips from four different shows on the fucking CBS lot or wherever this was. Chucking assistance. Yeah, production assistants chucking fucking jugs at them with their <laughs> muscular union arms just as heavy and as hard as they possibly whipping don't, these don't fucking Don't forget they also thrusted uh, their manhood at them. <laughs> they did. They just thrust union manhoods at all of them and just fucking hurl these darts and uh you're right batman at one point throws robin to like you know try to do a move or something and it doesn't and it doesn't work but robin goes head first into a fucking a a carafe of something (laughs) (laughs) um there's chairs being thrown it's crazy dude it's insane bedlam it's just insane, and nobody's in there but the three of them. Um, <laughs> and what's funny is that they're like they they use like a real wide shot from like up high, yeah, and the stuff is just coming from so far away, right? <laughs> like you think the villains would get closer to make sure they hit them, right? But no, there's literally a circle around the set, and everybody is allowed to throw something at the stars. And Batgirl's just kicking wildly into nothing. <laughs> they try to do like group things, and they all get fucking decked. Dude, from second one, Batman gets from the left side. Whoever was on stage left fucking hurled like a box full of shit at Batman. It was like a chair, a glass, a fucking rubber chicken, like just a bunch of shit. Yeah. It's They're right throwing shit hard, dude. Oh, like yeah. The, the glass stuff that was breaking. It's it like was... an Empire Strikes Back when uh, Vader just starts beating the shit out of uh, things, throwing things at... Um... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, insane, insane. So All then, right, so okay, here, here's the thing. Go ahead. So with this fight scene, uh, writer Stanley Ralph Ross, they ran over budget and could not afford to take two more days to block and reshoot the final fight scene. Oh, man. But he wrote it that it all happened in the dark. That's amazing. Yeah, so so they're like, all right, how are we going to fight these guys? We can't see them. And Batman's like, well, got to settle the score. They can't see us. And then shoots the light out. So then it's dark. And then magically, they're able to find, they're able to connect with a couple of punches because we get then we start getting the sound effects so the bat so batman batgirl and robin are hitting people because yeah. she said right. that they don't, they don't get invisible they just blend into the background right but what's what's crazy to me is since there since it's dark and nobody can see anything how do we know the zows and the pows and whatever isn't batman punching robin in the face <laughs> like by accident um uh, let's do the sound effects yeah do the sound effects Anamana poetic justice. Quick, I mean, they only landed five punches. Pow, sock, whap, crash, and zowie. Nice. And hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Guessing. <Yeah>. Possibly? <laughs> huh? Maybe? Uh, Alright, so then uh, lights kind of come back on. Cassandra and Kabbalah are knocked out on the ground um so are all of the rest of the guys uh batman's got his little bat flashlight at him all right everything's everything's coolsville daddy-o and everybody's going to be uh getting arrested that's it no more camouflage pills it's over it's over and then we go into the next scene to show the last episode because Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara did such a like long, strenuous job to keep Gotham safe. They're like, hey, why don't we get a spa treatment? Yeah, we've worked hard. <laughs> we've, we've worked hard pushing a button. <laughs> we've worked hard not at all. Let's do it. Yeah, so then uh, we find uh, the uh, preview for next week. Last week is uh, Miss Minerva, who is played by Zsa Gabor. A very young Zsa Zsa Gabor. Uh, and I don't know, something about sucking money from millionaires. You know, she's being typecast, basically, I guess. Uh, and uh, and that's it. That's it, guys. Pretty. Uh, all right. one, more, one more after that, or is that the last one? This is it. Last one coming up. Oh, my God. Going out with a whimper. Crazy. <laughs> I think. Yeah, so, this is spoiler alert. They fight in blinding white light and you can't see anything. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> or Jaja just slaps them until they die. <laughs> the end. Roll <laughs> credits. Uh you got any more artifacts? We're done with all this. I'm done. All right, we did we gotta do the holies, right? Yeah, we got a couple signs too. Oh yeah, signs. Uh, <laughs> Labels Majora. All right, signs we had the uh the what was it, the Ark of Archival Bank and Trust Company, and it's at a, a financial institution so conservative it pays no interest at all. Sounds <laughs> uh, great. There's also a sign on the three-dimensional Bat Restore and the Bat Restore switch, uh, the Batmobile remote bat control we saw on the Batcave, um, Minerva's Mineral Spa registration counter, and the Holies. Holy heart failure! Holy hole in a donut! Holy Las Vegas! Holy mashed potatoes! Holy nightmare! House of the Holies! Holy Disappearing Act, Holy Unrefillable Prescriptions, Holy Helplessness, Holy Giveaways, and hope, Holy Catastrophe. 
catastrophe factory. Catastrophe <laughs> factory. All right. Very good. That's it. That's it. One more to go. We can do this. We can do this, guys. And then we, we have to go all the way back and watch them in reverse. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Very good. So uh, one last time around the block there, fellas. We'll see you guys next week for Bad Channel 66. I'm Mike for Jay and Art. Is this the end of our heroes? Will their commentary commence? Their speech subdued? Their podcast perpetuated? The answers to these and more next time on Bat Channel 66. 